Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. It's me, Doug. If you'd like to check out our podcast episodes live, head on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash lowercase c slash mindgappodcast for the live stream there. We'd love to interact with you during the show. While you're there, it would mean the world to us if you'd hit the like and subscribe button. This little act helps us grow and we'd appreciate your contribution. If you're still in the giving mood, head over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and give it a rating and a review. If you like a particular episode, video, or a bit, share it around with your friends. Who knows? You may help another mind gapper find their way into our loving embrace. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Your subscription will give you access to early content, exclusive videos, special Discord privileges, and more. All right, that's enough for me. On with the show. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. And, uh-oh, Justin's not here this week. Ah! That's all right. He's moving to a new city, into a new state, as advertised in the previous episode. I have a very special guest joining me. You may know him as the Sultan of SEO. You may know him as the Titan of the Titwank. I know him as Seth Trammell. You also may know him as Slotty. So everyone, put your hands together for Slotty, a.k.a. Seth Trammell. Thank you very much for that intro that will never, ever be duplicated in my lifetime. Yeah. Um, that was fantastic. Wow. Yes. I'll have you know, I've been thinking about it for a couple of days to prep, to give you the proper introduction that you deserve, because you, sir, are a dear, dear friend and a dear, dear friend uh, to this podcast. For those of you who don't know, Seth has been a co-producer on this show for way quite some time. When. Way back when. He's the reason why we got our shit together in a lot of ways. <laughs> He's helped us be more organized. He's given us wonderful ideas. He's helped us get guests in the beginning. He's been... I installed a shadow council of elders who secretly control things behind the scenes. Yes. He has helped us out immensely, and it is an absolute pleasure to have you back on. Welcome back, Seth. I'm glad you're here. It's an absolute pleasure to be back because the first time was such an unmitigated disaster. I needed a redo. I'll be honest with you. I don't remember. I, I think it was episode See? 253. and I, I, <laughs> I don't remember. I think it was exactly. I only know that because I looked it up today. I was like, when was the last time? I was like, Jesus, almost 100 episodes ago. Wow. Okay. There we go. Yeah, it's That's been nearly crazy. two years. Um, you caught me right at the beginning of my illustrious career in SEO, right off the heels of writing my very first blog post. Mm -hmm. The very first blog post that ever got published at 2acedaith.com, which, by the way. Check out that. Um, check out that merch. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, yeah, like I was telling you earlier, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a leader. I'm a leader of people. I'm a, I'm a team leader. I'm, you know overseeing a site migration for a website that sells dildos that uh, are covered in CBD. So, you know, it's like life is full circle. Is that to make it so that it feels better or you don't feel anything? I, I, I can't, as a guy who's never used CBD oil or dildos <laughs> for that matter, I should probably lead with the dildos, you know, <laughs> used the dildo or CBD. 
I'm confused by the application of this product. I don't, I mean, I get where it goes, but I don't understand the benefit of like, hey, it's coded in this. I mean. Mine is not to wonder why. All right. You're like, I don't ask questions. Exactly. I'm just here to put it in the keywords so that you can find it. And it gets to the top page of Google. Take these URLs and put them over here. All right. So that someone types in CBD or dildos, this is going to be a thing that pops up. Right. In your feed. I don't need to know what like, your business model is. Hmm. Okay. Want to learn more? Business model goes. <laughs> this is what we're here for. <laughs> it's for the ladies that need to be high to fuck me, says Wolf. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, Those are rare. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, um, so happy to have you back here, man. This is great. And uh, before we get into our absolutely cornucopia of topics for tonight, let's get through a little bit of housekeeping. So, first things first, uh, Justin and I were guests on another podcast hosted by the wonderful Sydney Davis Jr. Jr. She is an old Second City friend of ours uh we were in improv class with her and we've we've done some stuff with her she has her own podcast called i swear this really happened where she has guests on who tell stories she's very much into storytelling and justin and i were guests and the episode is available now uh uh, anywhere you find your podcasts on spotify it's on our youtube channel uh go check it out uh justin tells a lovely story about how he attempted to steal a fire hydrant uh, spoiler alert, his dad's a firefighter, but just whatever, you'll learn more about it. And I tell a story about a romantically aggressive woman who really hit on me hard when I was 18, year old, 18 years old in Disney World. So um, it was a really good time, had fun time telling those stories. It's I Swear This Really Happened, Season 2, Episode 3, available now. Go check it out. Enjoy yourself and throw some support to that podcast as well. Secondly, uh, speaking of supporting the podcast, if you'd like to support us and you've got some some dough, some dinero, some, I don't know, cash on hand and you feel like supporting us monetarily, please head over to patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Check us out there. We've got two tiers. There's a $1 tier. If you're just like, hey, I got a buck. I'm willing to you know throw you a buck a month. Do that. We love it. There's also a $5 p- tier. You can check that out as well. We'd appreciate it. Also, if you want to head over to redbubble.com, Type in Mind Gap Podcast. Pick up some merch over there. Get yourself something nice with our logo. Spread the word. You know, that's great. And maybe you're like, Doug, listen, I love you guys. I just don't have the cash on hand right now. You know, times are tough. I get it. Hit like. Hit subscribe on YouTube. It costs you nothing, and it means the world to us. That support goes so far, and we'd really, really appreciate that. Also, rate and review on anywhere you're listening to this podcast just give it give it a five-star rating if you feel so inclined i want to i don't want to tell you what to do but if you feel like it deserves five stars give it that rating and if you feel extra inclined write a little bit of review it means the world it helps us a lot it helps us get uh, you're talking to the guy right here who could tell you how much it means i mean you get those ratings and shit it adds, it adds up on the anything old. below five and you're just you're honestly spitting in our faces so. literally that's what you're doing yeah um and speaking of uh supporting us I have your quest for this week. If you would like to continue supporting this podcast and you want to do something a little bit extra, here is your quest for this week. Your quest is to go and pick out your favorite YouTube video, short, clip, episode, whatever it is. Go to our YouTube channel, find one of those videos, and just write a comment. 
in the comment section. Help that algorithm pick it up. It's like, there's some engagement happening here. So find something, just write a comment, something in there. That would That's your quest for this week. Find something on a YouTube page. And then, of course, write a comment. You got it. You can do it. I believe in you. I believe in you. Also, don't forget to check out our Discord server where you can meet people like Seth in Discord. We talk about him all the time. He's there. I'm real. He, he is. He's real. Uh, as well as folks like Wolf's Lore, Noah, Zinni, Tint, all the people we talk about, they're hanging out there in the Discord. And you can come hang out with them too. Just head to the link down in the description in our YouTube uh, in our in our YouTube in a video, hit the link there. Come on over, join the Discord family. We'd love it. And if you're listening to this and you'd like to check this out live in action as it's happening, head over to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/MindGapPodcast. We live stream our podcast every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time, and I also host a video game stream every Saturday at 8 p.m. Central as well. I uh, had a really great time last week with Seth, with Noah. And Alpaca, as we played an oldie but a goodie, a game called Magicka 2. Boy, did we have fun playing that game. It is. It was pure pandemonium. It was everything I thought it would be. and Healing uh, rocks and all. Oh, my God. It was amazing. It was so much fun. Uh, just pure, absolute mayhem. And it was amazing. So uh, check us out on our YouTube channel for our live streams and all that good stuff. Speaking of Patreon, I almost forgot. I want to shout out the folks that are supporting us right now. Wolf's Lore, thank you for your support. Tom McIntyre, a.k.a. Sirloin, thank you for your support. Richie Armour from the You Haven't Heard This Music podcast, thank you for the support. Zenny, thank you for your support. Slotty, of course, thank you for your support. How do you think I got this guest spot? You're so great. All you got to do is just pay five bucks a month. And of course, the almighty crit, thank you. For your support. Uh, you all are great. We appreciate it. It means a lot to us, especially as we've transitioned over from Twitch to YouTube. We love you all. Thank you for everything you do. All right. With that being said, we've got our housekeeping out of the way. Now it's time to talk about the thing that really matters. My daughter's birthday is a mere days away. 12 days as of uh, recording this. Is that math? Wait. Check out. Does that, that matter? Eight that math days. Out? Eight. Oh, no. Okay. No. 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 Ten days away. I could do math. Because I've got a daughter whose birthday is in twelve days. So Holy like, shit. wait a minute. I didn't think we had that kind of synergy. No. Ten days. Okay. In ten days, my daughter has a birthday, and after having a discussion with you, Seth, and the mighty Noah, um, mm -hmm. you both suggested. A particular gift that you thought she would like. Yes, go on. Yes, Wolf, numbers are hard. I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> but you both said, you know what you should get her is you should get her Let's Go Eevee, the Pokemon game, for the Switch. Because I have a Switch now. And I had this mix of, that sounds awesome. And also, what are we doing? Do we want to go down this road? Because a part of me knows... She's going to love this game. She knows nothing about it. She's never even seen Pokemon. She has no idea what it is. But knowing how she is and what she's doing with like Animal Crossing and all sorts of stuff, I'm like, this probably seems like something she's going to like. So I bought it. It came to my house yesterday. And now I'm fucking terrified to hand this to her because Jill's 100% not going to have anything to do with this. So this is all going to be oh, me. 
she's a Jill's Jill, a, a heart, Jill's know, just like she, this is not my thing. I don't care. Like have fun. Just like when we watched Lord of the Rings. Same opinion on Animal Crossing. Was she like a hard no, and then no. she warmed up? Well, to it? Jill, when I told her what it was, she watched and she was very much. I was like, "This will be something for the whole family." She loves. She's played Animal Crossing more than I have at this point by a long shot. She's done. I've I've essentially got started. She grabbed it and took off, and she does it all now. I'm like, "That's cool. <laughs> it works for me." She and Nat will just hand off, and Natalie will go and dive for sea creatures and do all sorts of stuff. I love it. It's amazing. It's such a great thing. So, but when it comes to this kind of stuff, Jill has zero interest, and she's like, "This is all you." So. Have fun. I'm like, great. So, you know, you've got support, right? As you dive into the highest grossing IP on the planet, you know, Um, it's about time, Doug, is all I got to say. You finally, you finally (sighs) came, you finally came around. Yeah, I, 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 I'm both a mix of excited terrified and sad it's like a, a really nice like you know it's probably 34 percent sad the other two are 33 percent numbers aren't that hard see ezekiel <laughs> says that numbers are not hard totally math is just a waste of time not unless you solve for x my friend you gotta solve for x that always helps you out but i i i am just dreading the deep dive like you we were in our production meeting last night, and even right before we got started on here, you started just spouting a bunch of nonsense, and I just it's got so irrationally angry. <laughs> right, the names seem to trigger you. It's, it's well, part of it, yeah, because there's like, like I brought I brought these to like you know decorate my background, since, you know, for the occasion. Right? If you're just and listening, just Slotty has some them. fuck pillows on his bed behind him, and they look really squishy, and they have smiles on them. So this isn't false. What are those but- called? What are they called? Seth, what are their so names? You, you, you've got you've got slow poke and piplup here <sighs> behind me, the uh, the squishy plush, um, which you know these came into my life by way of Zinni, mm-hmm. who is like a, a back alley Pokemon plush dealer that I've come to to know. Um, I just like wake up one morning and there'll be DMs of like, check this out, yo man, yo man, I got the goods. Like, and all of a sudden, yeah, it's like plush and like it's. Just straight crack for my two girls, right? I got nine and I got nine and three, almost four. And it's just, yeah, it's it's easy mode now for for, for holidays for gift giving because they just go bananas over these things. Um, so there's so many different pathways, Doug, to go down. The the, the video games are your entryway, right? Yeah. Th- these are going to open the door to an IP that stretches twenty some odd years. 26 movies, a thousand episodes of an anime. Uh, I'm not <laughs> watching those. I won't do it. All right. So here's, here's the thing. Natalie mind. And, and, and I've watched detective Pikachu. I've done that much. That's fine. Yeah. You don't have to watch the anime, but you might want to let Natalie get into it. What I would say is though. All right. So the, the very beginning ones, it's literally like, do you remember watching like the very first episode of the Simpsons? And like the animation was Oof. all wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And the voices were really wrong. Yeah. That's what's like watching the first season, the Indigo League of Pokemon. It's pretty much that. Um, it's so like my, my oldest daughter like refuses to go back to those. Yeah. It's just like, no, I need I need the new stuff. I need the, the, the fresh, the crisp animations. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the voices that she's used to. Yeah. Right. Um, Wolf says so he, that the Slowpoke combines with the Shelter to become a Slowbro 
or maybe a slow king. It could, yes, uh, with the royal crown. I just hate that you guys know this, and I imagine this is what it's like, again, for me to talk to Jill about most of the things that I like, as I just sort of spit this stuff out, and she's like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. My favorite thing is when I'd be playing World of Warcraft, and she would just sarcastically come up and be like, what you doing? I'm like, I'm currently in Warsong Gulch. Uh, I'm playing <laughs> Capture the Flag to try and earn my medals so I can get better gear. She's like, okay, but what are you doing right now? I'm like, well, I'm casting... So why are your hands blue? I'm casting a frost spell. Oh, okay. What's this? That's my mana. What's that? It's my health points. Your HP? Yeah, my HP. Oh, that guy's running away. Are you going to catch him? I can't. It's a druid. He just turned into a, a cheetah. And when he shift <laughs> changed, I can't. He just, you know, he removes the buffs that are on him. And he just kind of debuffs and he, he can run away. She's like, oh, that's cool. And then she just walk away. I'm like, you're making fun of me. I know it. I know you are. And that's kind of how I feel when, you know, I hear all these things. Just a string of words thrown together. I'm like, I just get mad. I'm like, God, dude, fuck this. I don't, I don't want to dedicate any more energy to this. You know what I mean? So you're going to have to dedicate at least a little, right? I will. I so will. There's, a hundred, there's 151, I believe, that are going to be available for you in Let's Go Eevee, which is a remake of the original games, the ones that I grew up with when I was like 12. Um, only, you know, it's got a, it's got a fresh coat of paint on it. Um, a little bit of gameplay changes. They added like some motion controls. It's a very nice entry for somebody into, into the world of Pokemon, right? You get to learn the first 150 who have like, against all odds, I think just like persisted, like some of them, uh, one that you'll learn, you'll have to Charizard guy. They throw this guy in every game. Seriously. It's like, it's getting a little bit old at this point. He's like kind of like a dragon, right? Dragon looking is, dude, right? Yeah, it okay. looks like a dragon, and there is like there's a whole typing in the game called dragon type, but he isn't. He's probably the single most dragon looking Pokemon in the entire universe, and yet is not a dragon type. He is a fire and flying type. Well, he does have wings, and he does, he does. have fire, so right. So it still makes sense, but the fact that there is a dragon type out there and he's not it, it's always been a little bit confusing. I think I know. Um, that one, I think I know Squirtle. Yeah, and I yeah, think I know I know Snom for sure, thanks to Zenny. So Snom is is far later. Snom is all the way in the in the final generation that we're on right now. Which you know, if you're gonna go to a game after this, I might recommend that. No, we'll just let's just not talk about the future. Let's just talk about what's immediately well, in front of us. Your future holds so many paths, and that's what's exciting, right? Yeah. There's so many different ways. So, so like I talked about, you got the movies, you got the anime, you got the trading cards, you got the plush figurines. There's so many different things. That you, there's so many different pathways for this. I mean, th there's a reason why it's like $90 billion worldwide or something like that. Yeah. Like, they, they, they did this one right. And, as you know, it, it's so easy to go down all these different slippery slopes. But what I will say as somebody who has daughters who are part of other fandoms. Um, this is one of the, probably the most wholesome fandoms that I've experienced. Like there is so much potential here for toxicity, for weird behavior. And it's, I've shockingly heard very little of it. Well, that's when good. You compare it to something like my little pony. Daughters are also into, yes, exactly. They're both into that. And it's like, as a dad, it's like, okay, I'm happy that you guys love it, and I get why you do. 
but there's this whole other side of it that I feel I need to shield you from. Yeah. There's this this whole thing. Like as you get older, you are going to have to drift away from it because you will be able to learn about that other side of it that sh- that that simply shouldn't exist. Yet does. And so in Pokemon, I haven't really found that being a part of this. Like this is one you like I've been a part of for however many years, twenty some odd years. I- I'm sure that there are enclaves out there. Like, oh, without without a doubt. You no, know, like we all know, Rule, rule Thirty Four touches everything. Of course. But, the, the the just the very extremely toxic behavior that you get in, in, in those fandoms, it doesn't exist here. Roblox would be another one. Boy, that's something never, I won't touch. Never ever. Do yourself a favor. Like this is a video game that like first off, there is no like um multiplayer where you can really like, you know, get in the chat and like do like dick other people over kind of. It's just like do you want to trade with somebody else? Cool. You offer them this, they offer you that. You either trade or you don't. You, get, yeah. you go on your way. Yeah, you can battle each other, you know, but there, there's no chance to be a, 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 like a real troll. Yeah, like I like you know Roblox. I swear to God, I, I that is one of my greatest regrets <laughs> is letting my daughter get into Roblox. First of all, that game looks like absolute dog shit. It just looks so bad. It's, so it's not even one game, right? Yeah. The reason it looks like dog shit is because it's like anybody can go and make a Roblox game mm-hmm. and then try and monetize. Like it's all just like tra- it's like just chasing microtransactions. Yeah. Um, in, in a million different ways, and it's just completely filled with either toxic adults or toxic kids with their parents' credit cards. Yeah. Two of the worst groups of people you could ever encounter in an online community. Yeah, it looks just the worst. And so. You know, it's like we did it is one of those, um, you know, everybody at school has it, all my friends, and I'm being left out of the, the, the Roblox parties. Um, uh, I'm not looking forward to that at all, where I'm going to be like, God damn it, am I going to give in to my daughter's friend's peer pressure? Like, am I going to capitulate under right. that? If it's something like Roblox, I'll probably be like, can we find something cooler for your kid? Do, you, do your friends like Magicka? Magicka 2? <laughs> Well, let's not give him the Magicka, because Magicka, obviously, the, the original has... Not no that one. That one will crash. Problems the Magicka 2. Right? They want to play that. Hell, right. stable. bring him to Jackbox night. We'll make it a wholesome night, where, where only wholesome you know, stuff can be said, you know? Ultimate chicken horse. Yes. Pummel party. Yes. You know? You know Stick uh, fight. Elementary school, what the dub? Yeah. Uh... Uh, rounds you know we'll find some fun stuff to do like yeah. let's not do because I think that's what I'll try to do is I will try to find alternatives and be like if they're like we that's like Monopoly I'm like let's find a better game than that let's find so, Sellers of Catan so that's the thing it's like alright you can one of the one of your options now is you can just go deeper down the Pokemon rabbit hole yes right there's, there's so many more games out there and, and like right now I think it's probably it's it's one of the best times to be getting into the series because it really just is. They're doing so many cool things. Um, the the you know and uh, the latest game that came out is they, they you know they turned the genre not on its head but they did some really nice quality of life things and they and they really made it uh, they really changed how the general interaction is um, and so like for people who have been you know like tried and true and been been with the series for a while. You get something new and fresh, but then for people who are just getting into it, it's still going to be pretty awesome too. So you can go deeper down that rabbit hole, or like you said, you can try and steer down another fandom or another type of you know electronic addiction. 
And so yeah, I I'm okay with like stuffed animals and shit like that. I mean, she loves that stuff. I don't want to do trading cards. I don't I don't want to do that. I just that sounds like a real well, nightmare. Now you've gotten into stock market, right? I have. So Pokemon cards aren't that different from the stock market. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> they're, entertain they're, this. They're like physical NFTs, right? I really don't want to get into this. I really don't. <laughs> but I that, hate that, deck building. I always R- have. There's that bit of RNG involved, right? Yeah. Like if like a lot of the adults, obviously, who are in it are trying to get like the rare card. They don't play the game. They just want to get the rare card that could be worth some money. Like um, the 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 Jake Pauls or the of the world yeah. buy three million dollar um, GI Joe cards. Well, Pokemon cards. No, they turned out to be GI Joe cards. Was that what it was? Yeah, oh, I didn't see. I saw that recently. Yeah, like he bought a big set and like it was fake. It was GI Joe cards. Yep, turns out they were GI <laughs> Joe cards. Yep. So, well, money well spent, you know. Right. Well, I mean, all right. Look, that guy got his thing back. Yeah. Um. You yeah. Know what's right. Yeah. Each each generation is its own self-contained season. Um. Personally, all right. If you're going to start the anime. My personal recommendation, and others out there may disagree with me, is Sun and Moon. Currently available right now on Netflix. God First off, has the has the best for my money opening theme songs. I was kind of hoping you'd be um, like, it's on Crunchyroll. I'd be like, don't have it. Oh, well. Uh, no, my friend. Netflix, Netflix wisely, um, they own the rights to the, to the anime series uh, in terms of like streaming. So like they slap their, you know, like you know, made by made by Netflix sticker yeah. on it, like they've done with so many other animes. Sure. Um, but uh, so yeah, you'll be you'll be able to find uh, Pokemon on Netflix as as yeah, she'll going find forward it. about as far as we can see. But I do yeah. recommend the Sun and Moon as a starting place. Um, and then let me ask you: be honest <laughs> with me. Be honest with me. As an what? adult watching mm-hmm. these with your kid. On a scale of one to ten, with one being absolutely unbearable, this is like some horse, some of the worst shit that you see on Netflix or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? The stuff that mm-hmm. the kids will just pull up. People are like, what the fuck are you watching? There's that to ten where you're like, holy shit, um, this is this is like some Avatar: The Last Airbender stuff. That's also fun for me too. Like, where would you rank it? For me, you know, like obviously you got to take this with a grain of salt because I've been a fan of the series for a long time. For me, it's like a solid six. I know it's really like a seven for me. Okay. Like I, I, I can really sit there and I can enjoy the episodes, right? I get what's going on. You know, um, it is, I, yeah, I have seen so much worse and on a regular okay. basis, <laughs> I'm subjected to so much worse Yeah. that this one's quite all right. Okay. Um, it's not like, you know, uh, some of the, like the Caillou's of the world. I don't know what that is. Kai, so Caillou is, I think it's a Canadian kid show. Okay. Like the, the, oh, the Caillou. All right. Yeah. I thought you were like it, naming another Pokemon. I'm like, I don't know no. what those are. I don't know what class no, they no, are. No. I don't know what ball <laughs> you have to enslave them in. I don't know how it works. But um, but yeah, it's not like that. We got like a, a whiny, bald, balding child um, who teaches bad lessons. Like this stuff at least like. You know, like the, the main lesson is like try hard and, and do your best and make friends with everybody. Like, you know, it's your general, you know, general kids show stuff. Because yeah, I remember there was like Ladybug or whatever her name is. I don't know if you're familiar with that show. 
but it's like I've some, seen it. Miraculous. Oh, yeah. Oh, miraculous. I've avoided it all this time. So bad. Natalie so was bad. watching it. I was like, this yeah. is some dog shit television right here. Like, I cannot Isn't stand it, like it. French. Yeah. I mean, it's it's based in Paris. Originally? I don't know if it was originally, but it's okay. based in it's based in France, and it is just awful. Just so bad. And I'm I just I would. Fortunately, I haven't watched it a whole lot. But whenever it's on, I was like, "You got to turn this off." Like, this so is not like okay. The Barbie movies. Oh yeah, Natalie threw one of those on. I'm like, "Yeah, you got to turn that off." Like, we we're not watching that. Let's find something yeah. else. And so, right. So, like, I have used the Pokemon series as like a hey, instead of that, watch this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that has been a very much a a a swap for me. Um. As someone who is completely outside of the Pokemon universe, I enjoyed Detective Pikachu. I thought it was fun. It is. Yeah, it was enjoyable. It's a fun little movie. Right? Didn't know what most of the things were. I'm sure there was a lot of like, oh my god, look at that. It's a Pokemon I know. I'm like, I don't know what any of these things are. That one's a mime, apparently. That's cool, you know? Mr. Mime is consistently one of the creepiest... He's a clown. Pokemon, hands down. Well, he's, yeah. a, mi- no, he's, a, mi- he's a mime. And he's mime a mime clown. No matter what. Yeah. Like, there's this whole subcurrent. Like, all right, so the, the main protagonist of Pokemon, I feel like this has come up before, but the main protagonist is... Ash. His mom. Yeah, Ash Ketchum. His mom, like, there is no dad in the scene, right? His mom just has a Mr. Mime who goes everywhere with her. Like, she dresses him up in human clothes. All right, let's dig it's into this. What's real, she doing? What's she doing with that mime? Like, you know, look, the fan theories abound. Um, what are they? What are the top three? <laughs> Lay them on me, Seth. Well, I mean, most of them revolve around um, Professor Oak, his next door neighbor, and okay. the preeminent, the world's preeminent, uh, you know, Pokemon expert who takes his ten-year-old and says, "Hey, kid, travel the world. I'm gonna stay here and hang out with Ma. Okay, mm. don't worry, I got, I got her. Me and me and Mister Mime. That's cool. We're gonna hang out with Mom. You go travel the world. Go find all the little Pokemon. Okay." Tint says Mr. Mime is collared and made to eat dog food. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? That's the, the thing. Like, that, he, he may not be collared, but literally, like, I, they all eat, like, most of them eat food out of, like, a, almost like a dog bowl. Yeah, because they're animals. Like, right? Yeah. But he's a humanoid animal. It's. There you go. Her name is. <laughs> Wolf. Her name is Delilah Ketchum. <laughs> Say her name. Say her name. All right. Well, here's the thing, man. Like, again, a part of me is excited. He fucking cooks for us. <laughs> here's the thing. A part of me is very excited because I think this will be a fun thing to go down with Natalie. I am not. Ex- I think I'm overwhelmed at the at the idea of just learning this world and learning everything that goes inside of it and knowing everything that you guys just seem to know. I mean, I don't know what you guys have vacated in your brains to make room for all this Pokemon knowledge, but I hope it's fucking worth it. And I'm afraid of having to do that. Like, all right, well, let's take uh, this protocol that I use every day at work and just push that to the side so we can fill in what a diddly doos does, you know, when he gets to like level three after he fucks, you know, Delilah Ketchum. I don't know. Is a ghost type weak against psychic type or is it weak against dark type? Yeah, I don't I, I don't want to have to know that like the back of my hand. And I'm going to because I know how I am. I'm going to be like, all right, let's break out the table because I want Natalie to be successful. I'm like, all right, what do you got? What's that? What's it weak against? Here we go. You know, I literally did have at one point a laminated um, type chart that nice. I gave to Josie. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to, but that was before the recent the more recent games actually just went easy mode on you. 
and literally like they just like in the move description it just lets you know like yeah, yeah this this one's gonna hit hard oh, okay gotcha trust me like you got the right combo here <laughs> um and that was right i did forget mla citation that is the first thing that left and to, so that way i could learn the type chart of course uh, when are you gonna use mla citation right. unless you're fucking Chicago writing style right no you're not gonna learn that you're not gonna use that shit unless you're yeah. writing stuff on the regular and i don't do that hell no i don't attribute shit i plagiarize no footnotes here hell no eat shit right. um yeah i'm out of college i don't have to worry about plagiarism anymore so i think i'm excited i'm nervous and i'm looking forward to it but Just still let her take the wheel all right. I will. I will. She, she's gonna. She's gonna take you down the path, right? And you're just gonna be there with her. Ronnie That's D. Gonna be the fun. Oh no, Ronnie D's like APA is better. I love how that we're getting this debate in there. I love it. Thank you, Ronnie D. So like, hold on. Let me just throw my hat in the ring. APA, the superior <laughs> APA. style for uh, for citations. <laughs> Listen, everybody. We're having a lot of citation talk today. All right. I want to get one thing clear. I want to get APA. <laughs> APA fucks. All right. <laughs> APA. APA slaps. <laughs> so I think we can sum up how I feel about Pokemon in one very quick way. Stuff is stupid. Stuff is dumb. Doug hates stuff. So, for now. You hate I'll keep now. you posted. Right. I am going to be waiting. Especially, too, because when, uh, at the point when she's going to want somebody to trade with because there are certain Pokemon in that game you can only evolve through trading. That's some poor shit. You know what? I'm going to take the game back. I don't want Dude, it. No. These days it's these days it kind of it's like kind of annoying, but like when I was growing up and I was the only one who played in my entire friend group and in my entire school and you had to have like a special cable which nobody had <laughs> to trade. Like I just had to live with knowing that these did evolve and I would never get them. It's like, you know, back when you, I remember Game Boys, you could actually do multiplayer by connecting them. And I did that like yeah. twice. I'm like, <gasps> Tetris, you know, one person has a link cable in the yes. entire, like in the entirety of my county in Ohio. And I didn't know that guy. Yeah. Right. Um, I think I remember we were at the state wrestling tournament and one of the cheerleaders had they, they had Game Boys and they had the link. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> let's do some Tetris, baby. I got my shit handed to me. Get Any your salad sauce for that girl at the wrestling tournament. Yeah, man, she knew what was going on. Any thoughts on legends? Uh, is it Ar 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 Arceus? 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 Yeah, I've got lots of thoughts. Yeah, I've I'm watched you guys it. play it. Um, it it seems pretty good, from what I hear. It, it, it flips the genre on its head because instead of you walking into the tall grass and the Pokemon come and find you, you go into the tall grass and then you find them. You're now the wow, revolutionary. Nah, it, it, look, you go from hunted to hunter, and, and it's and it's quite a bit of fun. Um, it's got a really enjoyable play loop, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm maybe I want to say maybe I'm sixty percent of the way through that game, and I, I'm just in my classic fashion of RPGs, ignoring the main story and doing side quests. Yeah, and and collecting items that I will never use because they're too valuable. Yeah, to, to use. Same. That's how Max I play. Revive. Why would I ever? Why would I ever use one? I of mean, those? there might be that one battle where you're really need it, so don't use it. You know. 
right? Exactly. I'm the I, worst I gotta with save that. that for the final battle. I gotta I'm save all worst. 38 of them just yeah. in case. Yeah, so I hear it's great. I know a lot of Pokemon Pokemon people are really fucking liking it. All them all them Pokemans. All them Pokemon out there. Just you know Pokemon and women. Just grabbing them them wild animals and just keeping them in the in their balls and just having them fight each other to the death. And I will say Ar- Arceus I think brings up a good point for me, which is don't get too invested in the lore because it, it's pretty apparent that the people at Pokemon Company aren't. Yeah, they, they they will they will retcon whatever they need to to make the latest game mechanic work. Let's let's face it, we're not in this for the story. In a little bit, Seth, we're not in this for the story. Admit it. We're in here to create a menagerie of wild creatures that we can show off at our leisure. That's like what the core story of this is. As no. a treat. No, there's no story with this game. It's just like, there should be no story with Mortal Kombat. What are we here for? We're here to beat people up and c- create fatalities. We're not here to be like, right. what's going on with the tournament between the shadow world and the real world? Who gives a shit? We're here to fight, you know? Who is Goro's real father? Right? It's like Magicka 2. I don't care what the story is. Let's go fucking blow each other up and create uh, arcane black holes. Like, <laughs> I need to know the etymology of their, their Swedish chef language. Right? I don't care whether Vlad's a vampire or not. I just want to be like, hey, what are we fighting next? And am I going to survive a thunderbolt from Noah? Like, I don't know. No. Is Alpaca going to blow us off the bridge? Probably. You know, it's like (laughs) he'll cackle. Yeah. Like a madman about it. And then he'll res you and then send you into the boss fight and then blame you for it. I might know a thing about that. Yeah, it happens. But (sighs) Pokemon aside, there's other big news this week. And that other big news is we've had a lot of trailers, two in particular that were that were that came out. The first one being the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness trailer. I which thought you were going to say Sonic the Hedgehog. God, why? <laughs> I just saw I saw an article today. It's like Sega's doubling down or Sony, whoever fucking runs that. They're like they're making a third one and a Knuckles spinoff. I'm like, really? Right? Really? Idris Elba. Idris Elba as I'm Elba. thrilled as Idris, Idris Elba. I think he's fantastic. I could care less about those films i just do not care i will say i was i was like i won't won't say pleasantly surprised i was just straight up surprised that i didn't hate the first one that's kind of what i've heard from most people were like that's not as bad as you think i'm like okay you know i was at ben schwartz as the voice Mm -hmm. it's so so funny the the dichotomy it's like the the first one did so well like they were like all right you know who who, who can we get for voices right Uh, ben schwartz yeah I, f- I find him hilarious. Chris he's not, Pratt. He's like an A-list. Well, that's going to be all voices going forward. Yeah, right? All video game character voices in movies are going to be Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, all right, we need, to, we need to up it for this next one. Who can we get? Who, who screams video game character to you, Idris Elba? Yeah. I love how he's like, hey, I'm not here to make this character sexy, but people are like, I want to fuck <laughs> Knuckles, you know? <laughs> he, he has that effect on women. He does. He has that effect on men. I literally... For a YouTube ad, it was him doing Booking.com, and I watched it because I'm like, he's very entertaining in this 30 second commercial. I'll watch it. I watched the whole fucking thing. I'm like, I like Idris Elba. This is pretty cool. He's just a cool dude, man. Like I, yeah, somebody I'm, I am very, I would, I'm very jealous of. Whatever he's in, I'm like, I'll take, I'll take a peek. I'll be like, all right, you got my attention. If Idris is in it, okay, all right, I'm listening. Fucking think he's he's a rad dude, man. Um. 
So yeah, it wasn't so, that one then? Well, because the thing, too, is like I have no connection to the Sonic games because I was a Super Nintendo guy growing up. I never had a Sega. So I played Sonic the Hedgehog a couple times, but I never had any attachment to it. So, you know. Never play- I mean, I was... I, so I... I, I I divided. I split the gap. I was a I was a Sega and a Super Nintendo guy. Ah. Though I will say, like the Sega was not like it was very clearly like a second tier. For me, it was you know I played um, I played two Sonic games I believe, and uh, I know I had Jurassic Park. Ah, see, I my friend had a Sega, so I remember Jurassic Park because you could play as the Raptor. I remember that. Yes. And then I do. I did big. play. Sonic 2 because Tails was in it and I thought that was pretty cool Um, but that was like I never owned it I was like oh yeah cool I didn't have any attachment to it I didn't you know I I think Sega uh, had the best game genie set up like you could stack that thing to the ceiling with all the different cartridges and like you get the the, the Jaguar and the Sega CD on there and yeah you could get that thing yeah you could get that thing pretty high by the time and get, get all your cheat codes in yeah yeah so like I have that stuff comes out I'm like eh doesn't doesn't do anything for me but dr strange in the multiverse of madness really i i love dr strange i think he's an unsung i don't know i, I take that back just for me i again it's magic i love a good wizard i love a good <laughs> magical spell caster a good spell caster i fucking love it you give me an opportunity to play any sort of class in a game and there's a magic type i'm like that's probably what i'm gonna pick because ooh, i'm a fighter i could hit shit who cares <laughs> Having played these games with you, that is a goddamn lie. Yeah. You always defer. You let other people, me, I do play spellcasters. Because you play, I care. You know, I'll be the healer. Yeah. I'll be the paladin. I'll be the I'll be the I'll be the meat shield. Because you're a nice guy. Because I'm a supportive friend. Because I also I like, care about what you want to play. Do this. I should no. let Doug. Be the because I want to make sure you're having fun. And I want to make sure that we're also a well-balanced party. So I will happily be like, hey, do you want to play that? Great. Well, we both can't be wizards because we'll get our shit right. rocked. So I will play the tank. That's totally cool with me. You know, or I'll play the healer. That's totally cool with me. You know, and I'll do the classic Midwest. And like, no, 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 no. Like, no, really. Like, you can be the you can be a spellcaster this time. You're like, no, no. And then like it's a Canadian you standoff, no, you know, right. You say you say no three times. I'm like, OK, cool. Then all right, I'm right. spellcaster. There we go. He's spellcaster. But yeah, Dr. Strange is yeah. so cool. Uh, everything he does is is really cool, and while I still haven't seen Spider Man No Way Home yet, which I Same will, here. it's nobody, coming out. In chat spoil in March. Uh, you can buy it in March, and I will. I just haven't been able to get to the theater. I just didn't. It didn't feel safe at the time to go see it. So I'm hoping that come May, I'll be able to go see Doctor Strange in the theater. I don't think I'm going to take Natalie to see this. I think this one is kind of being billed as like horror ish kind of movie. It might be a bit scary. So I think uh, I think I might hold off and see it on my own first and then be like, eh, maybe I'll take her, maybe I won't. I mean, uh, you've let Nat watch pretty much all of them, right? Like all, all the way through Endgame? Yes. Have there been any where you were like, yeah, I don't know about this one? Well, when she was younger, she got scared, but Thanos scared her in Infinity War. Like, because he basically was whooping everyone's ass wholesale. And she was like, Ugh. she didn't really like that. She's gotten over that now. She's she's not that big of a deal. So it's like, I know, like, my oldest, Josie, she, it was um, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. We, yeah. We literally, I, we would skip, I think it was the, I think we'd skip just the last two. Yeah. I, I've, she's watched up to four. 
Now, we haven't really gone too far beyond that because I'm like, yeah, these start getting a little more complicated and intense. And I'm like, I don't well, think you're going to enjoy yeah, this. They age up with yeah. the, yeah. I'm like, yeah, we can wait. So, and yeah. So we've watched, yeah, I think, it became the first a thing. One. Like, we had, we had to literally, like, take, um, we had to take the book away from her. Mm-hmm. It was like she would read it, but then she got nightmares. Oh, wow. It's like, no. It was just like, but I want to finish the series again. I'm like, I'm sorry. No, like, we're not going to do the nightmare thing. Like, yeah, no. Give me the book. Give me the book. Yeah, right. But now she, she's all good now. Now she now she can get through it all, movies and all. But it's like, all right. So, but with the Marvel ones, all right. So to this point, none of them have, none of them really stopped you. So, and I'm interested. That there's something in the trailer of this one that's got you. Well, like, this one has been know. kind of billed as Marvel. It's it's kind of like how Winter Soldier was the political thriller sort of film with action and. Um, you know, Ant-Man's a heist movie, and you know this one's kind of being billed as like this is kind of a horror film. You know, you're gonna do the if, yeah. And this, and I mean, I think it's gonna feature Nightmare, and there's I think there's gonna be some pretty Deadpool and oh fuck you, fuck you, and every other goddamn <laughs> nerd out there who is just tirelessly pouring over the trailer poster, looking at every shard of glass and zooming in times a thousand to see some glimmer of something that you think is Deadpool and be like, that's Deadpool. I got a shout out to Noah who posted a wonderful TikTok today in our discord where a guy was just like going through the trailer. He goes, that's Mephisto. That's, that's totally Mephisto. That's devil horns. That's Mephisto. And he's just like, he's like, that's Patrick Stewart. That's Mephisto. It's just like, it was hilarious. I, I appreciate it. It was, it was so dumb. And I just, I, this is the part of the fandom where I'm like, you guys need to fucking relax. Stop going through frame by frame and being like, who's that? What's this? What's going on? Just fucking wait. It'll be here May 6th. Chill your tits. All right. But I think at this point. All right. Chill your tits. (laughs) Marvel has to look at like what happened with Spider-Man and, and all the, all the speculation leading up to it and how they, they controlled that narrative. Like they, they, they were the puppeteers with everybody. And it's like, Oh, is it, uh, is Tobey Maguire going to be in it? Maybe. Oh no, he's not. And then look at how well that movie did. Yeah. Part of it, I think was that, that, that buildup that like almost like edging the entire fan base um, for, for like half a year or more. Like, I, I think they, they've hit on like their new, their new marketing ploy, which is like, let's, let's, let's see what we can get people to believe. Let's, but let's the see thing what we is, can plausible deniability. The thing let's is, build it into everything. What they're doing with allegedly Patrick Stewart's voice, that's one thing. They're stirring the pot with that. That's intentional. Someone looking at a magnified shard of glass, which there are many on this poster, and being like, that looks like Deadpool. It's like, fuck you. Well, I'm pretty sure I saw the the Captain Carter uh, shield zoomed in on one of them. Okay. I didn't look like, at it that hard because I don't fucking care. I will see the movie sprinkling things in there. Sure, but I just I, I hate how people are just they dive and they jump to conclusions and guess what? That is going to be someone's expectation. First of all, everyone needs to stop expecting Deadpool to show up. Just quit. <laughs> Everyone's like, "What about Deadpool? Is he going to show up in this one?" No, he's not. He won't be there. 
I mean, he it's the multiverse. Who knows? There may be some sort of whatever. I mean, anything's possible in this, but you guys just fucking relax, man. Like, just take it easy. Like, I just, I get so sick that because then that becomes the expectation. And then when those expectations are met, they're like, this movie sucks. It's, is that the expectation or is that like the like social Deadpool media sh- expectation? Deadpool should have been in it because what you could have done, and then there becomes this fan theory on a film they haven't even seen yet. That now I was, I mean, Spider-Man No Way Home got a wonderful reception. People loved it. And I was terrified that that movie was never going to meet expectations based on what everyone was was theorizing. And thankfully, it was incredibly well received and I can't wait to watch it. I hear it's great. It stirred the pot just right. Exactly. And that one, you can make, again, I haven't seen it, but I have, I've had some, you know, some stuff spoiled. You can make some logical leaps if this, then this. Like you can, you can probably pull some stuff together based on what they put in the trailers. Like, I'm guessing. So, question: Do you think that because Wanda's in it, do we get a return of Ralph Boner? God, I hope not. <laughs> what if Patrick Stewart's character is just a plan? I think I saw this on Twitter, and his name is Hugh Erection. <laughs> That would be a real dick move, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> no Patrick pun intended. There, but yeah, he's just a random guy named. He's a he's a failed actor named Hugh Erection. All right, or maybe it's uh fucking um, oh shit, who's the guy that plays Trevor? Ben Kingsley. <laughs> yeah, it's Ben Kingsley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's again. some intriguing stuff in the trailer, right? You see the Ultron bots, you know. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. You know, who's you know who's locking locking him down you know what's this all about i love the fact that mordo shows back up i think he's an underrated character um i really like him a lot there's a lot of great stuff that it's again we're diving in the multiverse really, really anything's possible so i'm looking forward to it right. i mean we're essentially making what if canon potentially at this point in time which is really cool right like that's what it seems like i mean will we get to see Patton oswald's modok Maybe. Who Wouldn't knows? That be fun? Yeah. <laughs> Anything's possible, but I think the movie looks great. Nerds. I think it looks great though. Yeah. Take it easy. Just wait. The thing is, put your fucking, you know, stop throwing in all your ingredients into this pot. All right? Relax. They're not they're not hurting anyone but themselves. I know. Well, they're just they're just sharing that shit and they're just creating the, just take it easy. All right? I think it's I think it's good fun. I, I love a good conspiracy th- like I, I, when I say I mean a good conspiracy theory, right? Like one that doesn't result in harm to an entire nation or multiple nations. 9-11 was an inside <laughs> job. That's what Slotty's saying. It's totally cool, guys. It's totally cool. You know? I like a good conspiracy theory. Like I saw Deadpool on a shard of glass in a movie poster and he's going to be he he is going to be in the multiverse. That's just a bad world. prediction. That's like someone's like the, 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 <laughs> the world's going to end in two months. It's like fuck off. It's actually going to cross over with the DC EU, and we're going to get Batfleck. There you go. Now we're going to make that happen. Um, The other teaser that came out with the Super Bowl was the Rings of Power trailer for the new Lord of the Rings show, which has been teased about for years now that's been in development. I think at one point this was, I think, is the most expensive per episode I remember doing the research on that uh, right. topic for the show. Well, how much was it? How many was it millions? Like tw- I think it's like twenty-five million per episode. I think that's what what is sticks in my head. I mean, and looking at the the trailer, I was like, it "Looks like there's a lot of money put into this." I'm like, "God damn!" Like a lot of CGI. Yeah, I mean, um, 
if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, uh, which I've been rewatching the series with my daughter for the first time, um, and she's really enjoying it. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to it just because uh, my daughter and I found this YouTube channel called Nerd of the Rings, where this guy does deep dives into a lot of the lore, everything that about everything, and I've learned so much more about this massive world that Tolkien built. Where I was like, Jesus Christ, this is world building at its best? Question mark. I mean, this guy has told a lot. Probably not wrong. And, and, like and, the world he built has been like the world that like everybody else has pretty much used to build their world on top of. Yeah. So I guess this takes place around the time of the forging of the three rings around when Sauron maybe turns into Sauron. And there's a lot of stuff to cover there, which will be interesting. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think it looked cool. It was a very engaging trailer. I was like, cool. I didn't, I didn't think so. Yeah. I watched, maybe it's because I, I was, I'm in the Lord of the Rings mood right now. I was like, oh, cool. You know, maybe. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a Lord of the Rings fan. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like I told you last night, it's like I, I quit reading the Cimmerillion twice. Well, yeah, that's right? different, though, because <laughs> I've read I've read all the books. You know, I, I, I haven't like, and I don't want to. I think the movies are fine. Well, especially in the case of The Hobbit, right? Yeah. Like, they kind of did that one dirty. Well, The Hobbit, I, I take that it's with a, a giant grain of salt where I'm like, the third movie, not the best. I enjoy the first and the second. The third feels like they were struggling. Like, they're, they, they looked at this book and they go, we don't necessarily know how to chop this up. So we'll make it a three. But I'm like, this doesn't feel like it needs to be three. It feels I don't I know. Like they, they they get like a like a basically a disinterested Peter Jackson. Like, <sighs> like they like there was an original director and then like he pulled out and they're like, Hey hey Pete, what you doing? Yeah. You wanna do us another Lord of the Rings? He's like, not really. Like, well, we, we backed up the Brinks truck. He's like, fucking fine. Let's yeah. Three of them. Well, I just also know on that one there was so much green screen that at one point Ian McKellen was brought to tears on set because he's like, What a who am I acting with? I don't understand. Like it was so, there was a shot of him just fully green screened everything. And he was just, I'm an actor. What am I supposed to act against? There's nothing here. And it just, it melted him down. And it was, it wasn't well, and that's great. what, that's what the, the trailer felt like to me, like a giant exercise, like in mm-hmm. CGI and green screen. Like it, it, it has that same kind of feel. Yeah. Um, so that's like, maybe that's part of what I'm, the, the lens I'm viewing it through. Sure. Is like the disappointment of the Hobbit. Like, hey, let's revisit that. Let's let's do that. Only let's stretch it out. And I'll say this um, much: I'm really getting tired of people that are like creating sequels and prequels way after the original run, the popular run was there. And they're like, you know what we need? We need this the the Saints of Newark. You know, let's do the Sopranos prequel. It's like, why are we doing this now? Like, why? You know, it's just all of a sudden they're like, we should do a prequel or a sequel way after this movie's heyday. Okay. It's, you know what IP we haven't exploited in a while? Mm-hmm. Is, is that, that's, what it, that's generally what it feels like to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I was very anti-Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm like, who gives a shit? I mean, this movie does not, as far as I'm concerned, does not need a sequel. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, so I happily will admit that. But for some of these things, I'm like, hey, man, Lord of the Rings, I mean, we're 20 years away from you know return of the king getting released like what do we what are we doing here like do we is this really what we're trying to do you know i could give a shit about a the uh, game of thrones fucking prequel i don't give a shit about that who cares yeah unfortunately like they oh gosh that ip has been through such hell uh yeah. 
mean, it's, it's a real shame, man. I was, I think I was telling mm-hmm. Justin the other day, like part of me wants to go back and rewatch the series up to season six because every, one through six is solid and everything after that is dog shit. But I know I'll just be sad because once I get to six, I'll be like, oh, that's right. This, and is then the, they, this is where it should have ended. And then this is where they took a massive dump on the rest of this fucking series. Like, you fucking right. dicks. Yeah. Like, I just. George R. R. Martin is out there, you know, calling all of his. Calling all the fans, internet. I think what was it like, internet babies or something. Like, never seen a dude more, uh, more against his own fan base. I mean, I've. This is coming from someone who's never written anything. I've never Probably seen a guy. Wrong. Never seen a guy just not finish a book, you know? Just. <sighs> You know, almost out of spite at this point, it feels like. I mean, like, I remember it was like 10 years ago now, it feels like, that I bought uh, the, the, the last one. I was so excited mm-hmm. to yeah. like finally be like caught up and like get it, getting it. And then, like, ah, good, just another couple years and I'll have another one. And it's like, no, no, you're, you're... part of me thinks he's got, he's got the entire series finished, written, right? In a mm-hmm. can. And he's just going to die and like keep him under lock and key for another 20 years after his death. And then, like, have an order to like release him then. Well, like, just... with, with, with just like a giant middle finger on the cover, and that's just what it, it's like. This is the cover art. You have to do it. It's just my middle finger, and it says "fuck all you." Who... It's so interesting because this guy has seen almost the rise and fall of his intellectual property in a short time frame, and a lot of it also due to the fact that he hasn't finished his story. Other people finished the story for him. In a way, but I don't know, man. It's just that's weird. It, 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 it is. It is. It is. It's a little bit bizarre how it all played out. Like he had, he could. Like, I mean, I suppose he could have really guided that where he wanted it to, and he just kind of let let HBO. Well, uh, what is it, Benioff and Weiss or whoever? I yeah, can't remember. Never yeah. seen. I remember watching. After each episode in season like seven and eight, as those guys would talk about, um, you know, what they were writing about, I was just like, "Hey, uh, I've never seen someone just like suck their own dick in in an interview like this before." Just continuously, just like, and so when we were in the writing room, man, it was really tough to talk about what's Daenerys really up to here. And then there's Jon Snow. And wouldn't you know it? He's fucking his aunt. One second. Like they, they were just, they, we would have thought they were creating the most important art in the world. I was like, eat shit, you guys. Eat shit. Oh, we've got two East Eighth wing in here. Am I understanding correctly that two Marvel nerds are upset about not only the amount of CGI in the new Lord of the Rings, but also the amount of sequels <laughs> happening? Listen, I didn't say anything about CGI in Lord of the Rings. That was Seth. I pointed the wrong way. That's that's Seth. I'm cool with it. Um, no, I'm just saying it's. I think it's interesting that uh, we have sequels and prequels happening well after the heyday of, of the apex. I would argue of some of these properties. It's just kind of like, well, okay. I mean, I guess. Hopefully, people are still interested in it. Maybe, maybe not. It's risky, but you know, I, I think it varies. I, th- I think it, you know, it really just depends on the property too. It's like yeah. Some of them are a little bit timeless. Like Lord of the Rings is a little bit timeless, right? It is. It's a little um, bit timeless. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's not like horror movies. Like, you know, it's like cheesy kind of. Now I'm just trying to take shots at Drew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you know, it's not. I'm not going to say he doesn't have a point. I'd love to, but I'm not going to. So anyway. 
All right. It's. We'll s- I, mean, I was just not impressed with the trailer. I, I, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll check it out. I'll see if it's yeah. worthwhile. Um, and real quick, speaking of movies, did you all know that the Oscars is including a Twitter-voted category for fan-favorite movie starting February 14th, which was yesterday, if, if as at the time of, of recording this. So now you can go online either to, I think it's the Who Gives a Shit's website. Um <laughs> Who gives a shit's website? Yeah. You can go to OscarFanFavorite.com and or you can tweet using the hashtag OscarsFanFavorite. Um you can you can vote up to twenty times per day for the film that you think deserves to be the fan favorite. And I have to say, I like the concept of this because I like the fact that there is th- there is a huge disconnect between critics a bunch of old white men in the academy and the fans and the people that actually watch these films. And I know a part of the Oscars is like just the industry celebrating itself and blowing itself. Um, but at the same time, it, it, it does feel like there's a little bit of snobbery, you know, for the things that are in the cultural zeitgeist, like any Marvel film, like most superhero stuff just gets completely like meh this we're not yeah. gonna we're not even gonna give it the time of day you know these absolute snobs out yeah. there in chat yeah right um i think it's kind of cool i don't like the execution of it where you can vote 20 times per day like this is this is this is gonna go badly i mean like i also don't know if it's you get to ch- you can pick any film if you is it right in is it because that will not end well for we if if if, if the past has been any indication this will go poorly i expect a lot of pornhub recommendations getting voted on for for oscars if that's the case um so i think i don't know i'm sure it's got to be some depends on how many are eligible how many reach the feature <laughs> right length you know yeah like, um honestly is it just going to be like who do who do the k-pop stands Mm-hmm. pick is like what's their favorite movie because right. like i you know the last couple of years have taught me anything it's that um there's an internet movement be that around the around k-pop and if you you either you either get in line or you get crushed underneath the foot of that's the right. k-pop fans that's right and so like if if somebody mobilizes them for a particular movie it's over it's done i don't care russian bots chinese i don't care what it is yeah the k-pop fans will have their way they'll have their day absolutely so yeah, w- what does that fan base want to win Best Picture? Is it well? No, it's not Best Picture, right? It's 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 its own category. It's fan favorite movie, and also who's to stop people from putting some joke in there? You know what I mean? I look yeah. at the look at these reality shows where these contests have happened, where people keep voting the worst person to stay because it's entertaining, you know, or the people that voted for Bodie McBoatface as the name of a boat, like it's like the NBA All Star Game, where like. Literally, like people are voting for guys who haven't even played this year. Like, <laughs> fuck. Why? I mean, you're you're talking Space Jam Two could be up there as a fan favorite. You know, like it's if that's eligible, then it came out this that's year. What, that's what's gonna be. So now we got Jared over there probably voting twenty times a day now just to get just so Lola Bunny right? has a chance at uh, at winning an Oscar. Yeah. 
So, I don't know. I think it's cool. I like the idea of it, of them being like, hey, listen, you know, let's, I, let's, I, let's get the fans involved. I don't know the best way to do it. This I'll is be curious to see what stuff. I don't yeah. like this one. No, I, I'll, I don't know, man. I, I like the idea of, of some of these films getting recognition because another thing too is like a lot of horror films, they don't get the time of day at the Oscars. Comedies don't get the time of day. They get completely overlooked. They're in some weird categories. So it'd be really cool if there was something that was a real standout that would be able to, you know, get at least some recognition because people are like, hey, like I hear the movie Malignant is great. I don't know. Never seen it, but I hear it's great, you know, for, for horror stuff. If someone, if enough fans were like, yo, get this some recognition at the Oscars, I think it's pretty cool for that to happen. I don't necessarily agree with the process. I think that could be disastrous. Well, and I think too, there's there's such an opportunity here for like the academy for everybody to just like okay, and here's the here's the here's what the yokels voted on. Let's all you, run applause for the idiots, everybody. They picked this movie. Fuck them. We're still the we're still the academy. Well, here's the thing too. Um, people are gonna they're gonna ruin this for the future. You know it. People are gonna do <laughs> yes. a really bad job. They're like, well, we tried, and you guys this fucking is one chance. Of course, we're gonna ruin it. This is why you can't have nice things. What? Like, we're not gonna do it. Alpaca yeah. says the internet historian did a great video on why you should never do an open poll ever. Yeah, I'm sure that has happened. And we've talked you about it on this podcast. Some, some you need to limit people. You need to have some options to choose from. If you like, leave it a fill in the blank, you are going to get what you deserve. As an SEO guy, I understand. I think you <laughs> could understand like why the the benefit of being like, "Hey, use the hashtag and tweet. It's going to generate buzz and there'll be some you know it makes sense i get that but i'm like yeah you heard me yeah yeah you are you are an aroused cat now yes and if anything i'd also say that was a pretty practical approach to what we broke down which leads us to you got the questions we got the answers all you do is ask practical practical Oh yeah, it's that time again, y'all. And uh, I'm in charge this time. If this is your first time checking this out, hey, welcome to Ask Practical Doug. Inside my brain, there is another Doug, and he is practical, and he dictates a lot of what I do. And this is a great segment for you to ask a question to Ask Practical Doug. Uh, if you'd like to do this, all you got to do is head over to our Discord, head to the Ask Practical Doug channel, drop in your question there, or hit us up on all of our social medias at MindGap Podcast. Ask your question, throw in the hashtag Ask Practical Doug, and perhaps Practical Doug may answer. You can also join us live on our live stream, and perhaps your question may be answered there too. We have a slew, and I think this is an appropriate one See, that yeah, we've I'm been hanging on to. Because I know that I have submitted a number of these. And yeah, I mean, actually. <laughs> from the ones that are left you are 99% of them um but I wonder why we haven't gotten to them yet uh you know great question well I, I like this one I think this fits in with what we're talking about um and this is from you and the question was Mjolnir arrives in Middle Earth who is worthy to wield it we have from a selection of our uh Lord of the Rings characters we've got Aragorn Sam, Frodo, Legolas, Gimli, Eowyn, Treebeard, and Elmer. Elmer, 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 Elmer. 
So, interesting, because Mjolnir can only be lifted and utilized by those who are worthy of the power of Thor. And it's not Gimli, so we'll just go ahead and cross him off. That's easy. Correct. No, yeah. definitely not him. Treebeard. Legolas too. Tre- Treebeard. Legolas? I don't know. Is he worthy? I don't think so. Why not? I don't know why exactly. It just doesn't feel right, though. I don't know why it doesn't feel right having an elf wield Mjolnir, but it doesn't. Well, I think I understand that, right? Because they're so dainty yet dexterous. So for him to be wielding such a smashing weapon, it seems kind of weird. Right. I I feel like there's like, I don't know, some kind of like inherent arrogance in in, in the race. uh, Wow. Just going to be racist. Okay, let's get to it. Yeah. Going right to it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm an elfist. Um, well, if anything, he defied his father's wishes. His father was like, hey, we only give a shit about our own. And Legolas is like, I don't want to do that anymore. We've got to we got to care about the world. I don't know. Is killing for sport rule him out? I mean, what? Killing orcs for sport? Oh, they're living beings. Do they not count? No, they're evil. <laughs> I think they just had bad fathers. It's true. Bad, bad home lives. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. I say Legolas could potentially be in the running. Potentially. Okay. Um, Treebeard, out. Treebeard. No, that's just goofy. Yeah, he's just weird. He's not wielding it. He doesn't give a shit. He's not, he's not worthy. Um, I think Sam, totally. Like, if strength is irrespective, like, if once you're deemed worthy, your, yeah. your strength, it doesn't matter. Like, the owner's like, cool, I'm, I'm down with you. You can, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, then... Yeah, Sam's an obvious choice. I think, I don't know, I'm hesitant on Aragorn. It seems like a, an obvious one, but he didn't believe in himself. He didn't believe in his, he was kind of, it was almost like Captain America for the longest time where he was almost hiding the truth, which was, you know, he knew about Bucky killing, you know, Stark's dad. And he hit it, and he just would, you know, he's holding on to that for so long. And I feel like Aragorn's kind of the same way where he was denying his future because he didn't believe in himself. He didn't believe, he thought he was still susceptible to the weakness of his forefathers. Right. So it's, it's those very characteristics that mean, like, by, you know, by the time the end of the third movie, yeah, of course he's wielding it. By the end of the third movie, I guess, but. I guess what time frame are we talking about? You know, well, yeah, that's the same time that Cap. You know, is like you know, if we're looking at, yeah, I would say the majority of the time we know Aragorn, though he's not worthy of it, and I think Probably. that counts for something. At what point then does Sam become worthy? Is Sam worthy right off the bat, or Sam is the- loyal and is from the? Yeah. I mean, he's willing to drown to go with Frodo to Mordor. Like the guy just cares so much for Frodo and is, is willing to help him on his journey. I think, yeah, through and through. the word go, like he's, he wields it from day one. Day one. He's, he's uh-huh. told like Gandalf's like, you know, don't you lose him, Samwise Gamgee, you know, don't you do it, you know. I, f- I feel like he has some growth. Over he does, but I think that, what's. That makes him worthy. Not, and I don't, I guess for me, I don't think that he's immediately there. I think he's pretty close. I think he's closer than Aragorn. That's for sure. I mean, he, uh, if anything, I mean, he, he is able to wear the ring for a little bit. I mean, he picks it up after Frodo gets she lobed and, uh, yeah, I mean, well, that thing, like, that's like, 
anybody can get up inside that ring, right? That's like cool. Like yeah, but you know he was go also ahead, put me on. He was able to do it and not get corrupted immediately. Not immediately. So, which un- unlike most of those, you know, shit fuckers in that world, they immediately get corrupted. Right. So I thought you say he's a str- at it. he's a str- strong candidate. Frodo, I don't know. Like Frodo is weird to me because I, I give him credit because he he goes he is a hero and brave in the sense that he volunteers to be the ring bearer of this. Mm-hmm. terrible burden and he goes for it but i don't know he just doesn't there's something lacking in him he bears it for so long yeah the most corrupting force yeah on that in that universe he yeah. bears that for so long and at the end still gets to say he wasn't totally correct like he still that gets is, to come back from the that end. is pretty impressive right i mean that is quite the burden yeah it's hard to argue against that his 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 right? constitution and wisdom yeah. is strong. He rolled he high like, in those. But yeah, he kind of proves himself by the end of that. Like I, yeah. he, like I think he gets the bad rap because you get to see all the worst traits come out in him as a result of that. But it's like only because yeah, he's there bearing that burden. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and just there? say Aomer. No. I mean, he's played by uh, no. Carl Urban. Yeah. I think he's great, but he is also he makes fun of halflings. You know, he's he's very agitated not to say that thor isn't but he doesn't seem worthy enough to wield that power as far as that universe goes i feel like there's one human that that gets the nod and it's aragorn mm-hmm. and like, like i don't think there's room for another human to be worthy of of mjolnir eowyn's close but she's so obsessed with fighting improving herself which i understand right She's basically like, this is your place, stay in it, don't leave it. She's like, but I can fight. Like, yeah, but you're a lady. You don't got the bits between the legs, therefore you gotta stay behind. You know, and I mean... Swords don't work without them. Right, and I mean, she's able to defeat the Witch King of Angmar, you know, because no mortal man can harm him. And I am I no am man. Um, so she definitely has courage and battle prowess, but I feel like her ultimate desire to prove herself does not make her worthy of Mjolnir, in my mind. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, uh, she, her character isn't developed enough for us, to, I think, to know ultimately if, if she would be worthy enough. Yeah. But may, maybe maybe she's a Jane Foster. Yeah. Could be. I mean, you know. Yeah. Y- y- we played out a couple extra years. Yeah, maybe, but. All right, so we've I'm got. Curious, though, like, why isn't Gandalf on that list? Like, would Gandalf... Gandalf the Grey, Gandalf the White. That's a great question. My gut's telling me no, and I don't know why. Because, I mean, he he is out to protect Middle-earth, right? He's a guide. He's a, yeah, he's a he's, confidant. He's, he's there to help, you know. <laughs> Noah goes, Gandalf is dead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he wields other... I mean, he actually does have a ring of power. Right. I mean, which is, you know, saying something. Um, he knows better than to dick around with the One Ring. Yeah. But maybe it's because he knows that there's that part of him that isn't able to handle it, that he's also not... Right, because he's like, door. don't give me the ring. He's like, I would, you know, I would want to do good, but, you know... It would it would not go I would, well. I would I would monkey's paw that shit. 
Well, it's not part of this equation, so I'm not going to consider it. So, um, so we're down to Aragorn, Sam, Frodo, and Legolas. Um, if we have to pick one, if you have to pick one, I'm going to let Legolas go. I think all four of these would be worthy. But who is the most worthy of these four? I, I think like the it. fan favorite has to be Sam. It's got to be Sam, right? Like it's got like Aragon again. By the end of his journey, he could wield it for sure, right? Because I mean, hell, he wields the that new sword at the end of it. He was you know so reluctant all the whole time. He's like, no, yeah, no. he gets a whole you know. He, yeah, he's got an entire army of the dead that he gets yeah, the command for exactly. Um. I'd so I feel like because I, I'm doing it kind of like time frame, like how much of the time that we see them would they would be they worthy to worthy? do it? So I, I don't think it's gonna be Aragorn. Um Throw down to the halflings. Yeah, because I like Legolas could, but again, there's something about it where I'm like, I don't know, he's, he almost seems too perfect all the time. And that, that's the elves' whole vibe, right? Yeah. It's like that little bit of like arrogance of in, in their perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Now, someone made a point in the chat, too, that, uh, you know, um, Thor is pretty arrogant as well. So, Tint, this I believe, said that. This is extremely true. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, if we're using Thor as the benchmark, then I think that, that opens up to a few extra people almost. Yeah. <laughs> Which you kind of have to, but. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe we've set the bar too high. But if it is just one, if one is the most worthy, then, yeah, I go Sam. I think it's got to be Sam. I think he's just the guy who I think so much. I think Frodo. Rudy. Rudy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I think Frodo is probably the most impressive of all of these, but I don't know. Again, I can't put this in the words. It's like, what is a sport? Like, I can't define it. It's just, I, it feels like. What uh, is a Mjolnir wielder? Yeah, I feel like. I feel like it would come to Sam and Sam would just like pick it up and he would it's also like he would go and mash some taters is <laughs> what he would do with that motherfucker <laughs> he'd mash those those potatoes you know yeah it's got to be Sam I'm going to say it it's Sam Sam is the wielder of Mjolnir in Middle Earth it is done it is decided ta-da so we know now that's wrapped up we know it's time it is Oh yeah, it's that time again for the throwdown. I haven't I looked yet. Hasty typing going on. Seth is laughing. Uh, so <laughs> this is the part of the show where it's we take easy, is it? two things and we uh, put them in a hypothetical ring where they have to fight to the death. And our very own council of elders, which by the way, Slotty slash Seth is a part of, but Seth has remained out of this week's discussion. So uh, this will be a surprise to all of us right now. Uh, is, he is, he, is, is he finished typing yet? Oh my God! What is this? Oh, uh, are these Pokemon? One is the other. Okay, the other one is uh, others from Legend of Zelda. All right. All right, Doug. I think as part of your education, you should take the Pokemon if you can get that link in there. I was like, I was gonna. A yep. Blazelkin? Okay. T take your time. Take your time. 
Blaziken. Blaziken. Blaziken, I think, is probably the best. All right, so this week's throwdown is Blaziken versus Giant Cucko versus a giant <laughs> cuck. <laughs> that is. It's 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 a Pokemon versus a giant cuck. Get cucked. Get cucked. Uh, is it Cucko? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think Cucko or is it is it a I giant? I never pronounce this stuff. Giant chuck. It is a giant chuck. Okay. Monumental proportions. All right. Well, I will take uh, Ken, um, it which I know nothing about. So here we go. Uh, what are you? Um, so this is a Pokemon. Its gender is male or female. I like that. Non-binary. Mm-hmm. Um, so superhuman physical characteristics, fire manipulation. It can bulk up its stats. Martial arts. Does that check out, Seth? Does this thing know Absolutely. martial arts? All right. It's a fighting type. All right. Power mimicry, sand manipulation, sound manipulation, statistics reduction. This is a math nerd, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, man, he, he can hit you with some debuffs. All right. He can counter. He can heal. Um. All right. So he's got a lot of shit going on here. All right. Okay. He's a multi-level block level plus. Jesus. Or a large town level. I fucking hate these so much. I don't know what that means. Well, you can destroy an entire town. uh, Oh, my God. I'm going to read this sentence just so you guys know what I have to go through every week. Attack potency. Multi-city block level plus or large town level via scaling to Don's Piplup, who is comparable to second stage Pokemon. What fucking Greek is that? It continues. <laughs> Large mountain level plus comparable to fully evolved Pokemon such as Tyranitar. Island level. Stronger than pure slash huge power Pokemon and Marowak holding a thick club. <laughs> what? I love how that translates to an island level. What's island level versus mountain level? Large mountain level. What does that mean? I, I, I will grant you that I really don't know what is more impressive to destroy a mountain or an island because i can see all right multi multi civil multi city block level large town level large town level sounds more powerful large mountain level plus sounds very impressive and then island level i mean i, mean, I don't know i suppose mountains exist on top of islands i guess so i guess the islands the island is the more impressive feat i mean it's apparently stronger than a, a marowak holding a thick club so there you go that's that at least grants us our island level. It's massively hypersonic speed. Uh, pretty strong. It's pretty strike. Pretty hard strike. Durability pretty good. Stamina is high. Range. Standard melee range tens of kilometers with most attacks. Okie dokie. Uh, intelligence average weaknesses weak to ground, rock, water type moves. Weak to flying, ground, water, and psychic type attacks. All right, cool. All right, well, so this guy seems pretty powerful. Um, all right. Yeah. Tell me about the giant cuck. What's going so on with gi- that? <laughs> so the giant cuck or giant cuckoo is a uh, playable character from Hyrule Warriors. Um, unlockable basically is just a giant chicken. So if you know anything about the Legend of Zelda series, um, it is part of it is that there are chickens who are in the village. And part of every game is if you if you hit the chickens enough, with your sword, you will get attacked by a swarm of chickens. And then your only recourse is to enter a building. Otherwise, you will get pecked to death. Well, I, I, for this game, they took one 
and blew them up. This is like the 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 horse sized chicken versus the hundred uh, chicken sized horses. Like yeah. this is like this is a dinosaur sized chicken, I think. Okay. Um, tier tier six C, which by my reckoning, that's that's nothing to sneeze at. Um, gender unknown. All right, we're not even asking. No one's getting up under there and asking questions. Age unknown. Um, superhuman physical characteristics can see and attack ghosts. That's impressive. That is impressive, right? Uh, large size can call a horde of cuckoos to overwhelm the enemy. So basically, that attack I just told you about, he can he can call all the normal sized chickens to his aid and to attack and relentlessly. Um, his attack potency is island level, so he can harm and kill. Many cast all members, the other, yeah, cast members. So the other characters in this in in this game. So like, okay. you know, should Link, Zelda, and you know all the all the heroes. Speed is supersonic plus relativistic reactions. I mean, he kept pace with King Dodongo, which that was and my that guy. I mean, he um, King Dodongo is not somebody to fuck with. No, right? he fucks. Don't fuck yeah, with him. Exactly. Lifting strength class a hundred, which that's a high number. Must be good. Um, durability is island level, so he's at least as durable as an island. He can destroy one, and he's as durable as one. Uh, very high stamina. And extended melee range. I mean, I guess as far as a chicken neck of his size can reach would be my guess. And literally no intelligence, probably. Animalistic intelligence. He's as smart as, as a chicken of his size would be. So Blaziken is like a humanoid fighting chicken with fire and then we just got a real big chicken i think uh giant kuko wins this one i, I think. am kind of leaning toward giant chicken on this one honestly like i get like blazy king can do a lot of neat things right and then in, in the anime i think like he does some wacky stuff yeah um but <clears throat> I mean, there is precedent in the Pokemon universe uh, in the most recent games for a a creature to exceed its normal size and get it to the size of like what this what this chicken would be. And normal Pokemon can fight them and win. But I think if we look at if we look at the stats as they've been given to us here, I think the the, the sheer durability of this chicken is too much for Blaziken to. To, to even like he has no known weaknesses right yeah that's a, that's There's a no big known thing weaknesses for this chicken no and blaziken has many weaknesses and right. one of which is like flying ground water i feel like giant so, kuko is you know he's he's going to like if we're going to apply the rules of the pokemon universe to to his attacks he's going to have a flying a type attack exactly a flying type attack his peck yeah uh would would qualify in the pokemon universe as a flying type attack which i think gives him you know it's super effective yeah as mentioned he could summon a bunch of other you know kukos and that's it that's game over man plays again right exactly then it's, then it's a bunch of flying type moves that yeah. he's getting hit with and he's just gonna get obliterated i think at the end of the day yeah. you gotta ask yourself does the giant what we you know about this giant kuko does he look like a bitch what you gotta ask that question, and no. I think the answer is no. He doesn't. He so ain't. I, he ain't look like a bitch. No. So I think at the end of the day, we gotta say, "Giant Cuckoo for the win."
It's official. It's, it's official. That was a great throwdown. Thank you, Noah Reno. That was. That was excellent. Well done. Thank you very much. That was fun. That was a good one. That, that was, was a lot good. Of fun. That was great. Like I, I learned something myself. new. I learned something new today. It was good. This is very, very good. Um, so Seth, let's talk about yeah. recommendations. What do you recommend this week for people? So I fully recommend Peacemaker on HBO. Um, I think we are nearing the, I don't know if it's series, but it's at least season finale on that one. And I am, look, James Gunn, I, I, I'm at the point, I'm almost Taika Waititi level with him where like pretty much, oh, he made it cool. I'll watch it. Yeah. Um, just, I, I, I really like, I really like the story. I really love uh, the way that he integrates music into his, I do love this whole hair metal theme that keeps getting like repeated in the, just within the story but also just in the in the title everything that they're doing there um so peacemaker on hbo and then uh pokemon legends arceus is gonna be my next one which is uh you know i don't know if that's your next stop doug as you start your amazing journey into the world of pokemon but i can't say i don't recommend it okay i will accept your recommendation um, I'm going to echo Justin's recommendation from last week, and The Legend of Vox Machina is my recommendation. I uh, finished up episode nine, and man, I am feeling this series. I gotta say, the first three episodes I thought were kind of eh, they were okay, but man, as we've really gotten into this arc, like the, each three episodes, I'm like, okay, I'm into this. I'm feeling it. I, I'm I love what's happening. It's very cool. I'm very excited for the last three episodes. Uh, to come out this week, I think it'll be really, really cool to see what's going on and how this, how they end up wrapping this up. And I honestly, I'm just, I think I'm thrilled at the success of this show because I love the credits. Every single person from Critical Role is listed as an executive producer. They are all in control of the art that they have created. It is 100% creator controlled, and I think that is fucking amazing. And if for anyone who's trying to make something. To be able to have that, their their story is inspiring. It's exciting, and I I would love to support them even more. I think it's really cool. So, if you haven't checked it out yet, Legend of Vox Machina, first nine episodes are out there. There's twelve total. It'll be wrapping up this Friday uh, for this season. Check it out. I, I think you'll really enjoy it. If you like fantasy, if you like some swearing, if you like some violence, uh, it's it's very entertaining. So. I exclusively choose shows based on how much swearing is in them. So oh yeah, I love it because that. what you would expect to have like a very like cinematic moment of people inspiring, you know, a character shows up and just divine light shining, and they melt all these undead, and they just turn to everyone and they go, "All right, let's go fuck some shit up." And I'm like, "That's what I'm talking about. Like, that's amazing. I love it." What's you know? up, fuck faces? Hey, fuckers, let's go do it. It's great. It's really, really good. So check that out. It's on Amazon Prime. I think you'll like it. All right. Well, Seth, uh, thank you so much for filling in for Justin while he's out. You've done a fantastic job. Thank you man. for having me. Of course. It's been an absolute delight. So much, so much wonderful. So much wonderful we had tonight. Much wonderful. Much wonderful was had. Uh, is there good. any, do you want anyone to follow you on any of your social medias? Anything you'd like? Just don't. Just don't. Okay. No, I, I literally just like, my, my Twitter feed has become um, liking and reposting Mind Gap and two eighth <laughs> items. 
And then I go and I, I read about basically like SEO stuff and, yeah. and, and like and repost that shit, which nobody wants that. Don't. Yeah. My, my Twitter account has become an extension of my work life. There you go. So, yeah. Don't follow me there. Fair Maybe enough. one of these days I'll, uh, I'll, I'll join Twitch. Yeah. Stream, dis- stream Disco Elysium. Oh, shit. Dude, I'd love to see you stream some shit. That'd be awesome. Um, but uh, until then, yeah, don't bother. That's why I don't promote my personal Twitter because all it is is liking and retweeting Mind Gap stuff. I do literally nothing else with it, so yeah. ever it's not since, worth it. Ever since its creation, it has been a bot to like and retweet Mind Gaps. And yeah, I don't stuff. even know why I bother tagging myself. There's no one there that <laughs> follows me. Honestly, I should probably just stop doing that. Like, no, what's the it point? Helps me because if I didn't get the first time it got sent out, your retweet is when like, oh, cool. I guess so, it just seems like I'm cheating. Where I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna like and retweet my own post. Ta-da! Whatever. Anyway, you gotta do it. Dirty uh, as it is. You can check out MindGap on all of our social medias at MindGap Podcast, and please be sure to check us out on our YouTube page, YouTube.com/MindGapPodcast. Hit the like button, hit subscribe. It means the world to us. We're slowly accruing. Well, we've got 157 subscribers. That's pretty fucking cool. We're getting those hours watched. We appreciate all your support. You're the best. Of course, check us out on patreon.com slash mindgappodcast and check out our merch, redbubble.com. Any support you can throw your way, we greatly appreciate it. And also, please be sure to check out Justin at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L, the fun way of spelling it, That's on all of, all of his social medias, as well as 2 East 8th Productions at 2 East 8th.com. Uh, check out all of Justin and Drew's great work they're doing over there. Uh, the life and debt of a liberal arts major is out. Please go check out that short film. It's great. It's wonderful. It Seth is. Seth helped write the story for it. He came up with the idea. Helped. Like 15, 20 years ago almost. Look at that. It's amazing. It's so cool. You should check that out. It is. So, it really is. I'm a big fan. Drew, you did a great job. Way to go, Drew. Way to go, Justin. Way to go, Noah. Way to go, Ashley C. Yes. Hafer. And the other guy who I don't know that was in it, way to go. You know what? You want to follow a social account? Don't follow me. Follow JJ Pogchamp. JJ Pogchamp for all that's of your- That's a worthwhile follow. All of your gaming insights and news, that's the guy you want to follow. That guy has got it. Yep. He knows that guy's going got on. it going on. He's got it going on. Uh, with that being said, once again, Seth, thank you so much for joining this week. You're the goddamn best. Thank you for having me, Doug. Of course. And with that, I'll say, uh, Seth, thank you. And Doug, thank you. Chat, thank you. And listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.